morning, everyone. In our Melchite Catholic Church and all other Catholic and Orthodox churches that follow the Byzantine liturgical tradition, there are always periods of preparation for a big feast like Easter. We don't just celebrate Easter, we prepare for it in a special way with an entire week of special prayers that help us relive the events before Christ died and rose from the dead. And we also don't just celebrate this week of preparation, we prepare for that week through 40 days of fasting and prayer. And we don't just celebrate those 40 days of preparation and through fasting, we also prepare to begin our time of fasting by reflecting on important themes before we even begin our fasts. That is why last week we began our preparations for the period of the great fast, also called Lent. Then we have a 40-day fast period, which is our preparation for Holy Week, which is our preparation for Pascha, the great feast of feasts. Of course, the hope after all this is that we are actually prepared to sing Christ is Risen. Last week we read the Gospel of the Pharisee and the Publican, which focuses on the importance of humility for our prayers to be real and to be authentic. The humble publican who went to the temple and bowed his head in prayer should be a model for all of us. Jesus says, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus reminds us that before we even think about fasting, and before we even start to fast, we too work a little bit on humility, and in some cases a lot on humility. Today is the second Sunday of the preparation for the great fast. It is called the Sunday of the prodigal son. And today we focus on the importance of self-knowledge and of repentance. We can also say that last week was a preparation for this week as without humility we can never develop a true picture of who we are and we can never be honest enough to admit that even if we were the greatest of saints, we still need to repent on a daily basis. And we also have to remember that saints are not those who are perfect or are those who have a special grace that none of us have. Saints are in fact those who know that they are sinners, while those who remain sinners are those who cannot believe that God made them to become saints. In today's gospel, Jesus tells the parable of a prodigal son. And this is perhaps one of the most famous stories in the entire Bible. It is quite a dramatic and touching story that focuses on the actions and attitudes of three people. One, 
the hard work, but the jealousy of the older son. Second, the selfishness in gratitude, but then repentance and humility of the younger son. And third, the enormous patience, mercy, forgiveness, and love of the father. A parable is meant to teach us a lesson about how much God loves us, but how we are sometimes distant from that love that God extends to us. In this parable, the younger son demands from the father his share of the inheritance. And since children get their inheritance only when parents die, the greed of the younger son led him to treat his father as if he were already dead. This parable is not meant to tell us how silly the younger son is, or perhaps how greedy he is, but it is meant to challenge every single one of us to ask, among other things, whether we are alive in our relationship with God, and whether God is really alive to us. Or perhaps put another way, is God dead or is God alive in our life? The fact that we are here shows that God is alive in some way to all of us. But how alive is God in our life will be determined by how we live our faith when we leave here and by our actions and words every single day of this upcoming week. It is fairly easy to love God and to focus on God when we're here praying. But it is much more difficult when we face tough situations that really challenge or shake us. How we live the rest of this week will show whether we are part-time Sunday Christians or genuine, lifetime, committed followers of Christ. There is a story about a man who, as he was praying, said, God, so far I've been excellent today. I haven't lied. I haven't swore. I haven't gossiped about absolutely anyone. But in a few seconds, I'm going to get out of bed, and I'm going to need a little bit more help from now on. So that's kind of like all of us. We have these moments of grace, these moments of blessings. We need to appreciate them, but allow them also to grow and to continue, and not just be an accident, but actually part of our DNA. In addition to inviting us to reflect on how alive God is in our life, this gospel also reminds us that every one of us needs to change and become better in some aspect of our life. We need to always keep this healthy balance of knowing we are precious children of God, while at the same time have a daily intensity of recognizing our failures and working on them so that our lives can reflect that we are truly and fully committed 
children of God. When the younger son realizes what he did was wrong, he says, I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. We all need this kind of humility. When we return to our Heavenly Father's house, it is there that we will find mercy, love, patience, and never rejection. Jesus tells us that when the younger son returned home, and this is a very important nuance in this text and why we always need to be careful to these little sentences that change or give an added perspective. As the son was returning home, the father saw him at a distance and the father went out to meet him. What does this tell us? This reminds us that God does not hide from us and he is never locked away in some distant castle where we cannot reach him. The doors of God are always open, but God always waits for us to at least walk in the direction of that door. Even if we are distant for a day, for a week, or many weeks and months in our lives, know that just like this parable, God is with us and God is looking for us and waiting for our return and waiting for our response. There are many other important themes in this beautiful story that's found in the Gospel of Luke chapter 15 verses 11 to 32. I encourage everyone to go home and read it slowly and reflect on how the different parts of the parable apply to different elements in our lives. Are we arrogant or are we humble? Are we able to recognize our sins ask forgiveness from those whom we hurt, and go to confession? Is God dead in our lives, or are our lives proof of how alive and how wonderful God is? There are other lessons as well, which you will find in this gospel when you reflect on it slowly and carefully. Our preparation for the 40 days of fasting, which is the preparation for Holy Week, which is the preparation for Easter, which enables us to sing Christ is risen, begins right now. This time of fasting and repentance is above all meant to remind us that at the end of the journey, we will celebrate Christ's victory over sin and death, but also that that victory is meaningless if we don't renew ourselves through humility, fasting, prayer, and repentance. 
when we pray more often, we realize that we need to be humble and think of our sins. This time of year is the perfect time to focus on all these virtues. This is a time of true and authentic growth in our spiritual life and in our relationship with God, our Heavenly Father, who is always with us, who always loves us, and who always patiently waits for us to commit and to recommit our lives to Him.